0: You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say that's the bad guy. Damn son, where'd you find this?
1: Trying to get paid, take money, cash checks. You see the set, that's Lash, that's Dex. Young C, young shorty, Milcavelli. White bricks, true religion, on the telly, it's me. Wiz got the house full of freaks. That's why I haven't been around for a week. I'm getting pounds in my sleep. I'm at the top of the mountain, it's peak. Bring it back before the villain. I had a life.
2: It's You're your boy, Sunny Frames, it's in the blood. motherfucking in the building. The Mr. Mr. 365, coming in live. Ooh, 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 we on. Let's, let's get. Bad man, see, I need your love. See, I need your love.
1: Me need you close to me. Me tell I see me. I'll stay on the road. Bad energy, stay fast. Y'all already know what time it is. It's your boy Fuzzy Vision trying to see the world clear one day at a time, and you know what time it is. Far from normal podcast, baby. What it do, sonny? Damn!
2: We here. We gonna get this motherfucking party started. She tell me, bad man, see I need your love See I need your love Me need you close to me Me tell I you see me Stay on the road You ain't got, got the answers, you man You ain't away.
0: got the answers
2: Make you stay far away just me all
1: a right. right, you already yeah. know what yeah. time it yeah. is. It's the Far From Normal Bros, and we back at it again. First of all, I'm going to need you to tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a mother effing friend to follow and subscribe to your boys. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcast platforms as well. You can catch us on YouTube. That's Far From Normal Podcast. Make sure you check that out. Like and subscribe. You already know the boys are up on there. You also can get us on our website. That's www. Far from com. we got them visual fly shit up, up 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 on there make sure you support your boys Last but not least, you can follow us at far, underscore, from, underscore, normal, underscore, podcast. Make sure all those are our official accounts. That's again in the team. gram right there. You already know. And you can follow your boy on the gram. Obviously, that's Fuzzy Vision with two ends at the end of Vision. If you have any likes, dislikes, rebuttals, or topics, or if you want to be on the show, hit your boy up. Sonny, what it do? What? you already know what it is it's your
2: boy sunny frames you can catch me on the gram Uh, uh, sunny s-o-n-n-y frames double s at the end make sure when you go on that gram check out my stories because i post a lot of things that has to do with great men in this world and what they achieved in a lifetime they chase their dreams chase their purpose and most importantly, they execute, it. and that's what night, we bro. preach on this podcast. Night. So make sure you guys go out there and start executing more.
1: Fuzzy, let's get them! All right, y'all already know the far from normal bros are back, and we here again, once again on a beautiful what day is it today monday 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 first of all first of all i have to shout out the first and last time listeners those that have been supporting your boys those that listen through and through trying to you know get the message take what you can from it have that conversation with your peers hopefully we're making that conversation starter happen and changes in your life hopefully so that's what we got and we're going to jump into the, today's topic. We have a special call-in guest. You already know we're going to let that come in pretty soon. So we got a call-in guest today. We're going to get into a lot of business today. Um, usually really our podcast, yeah. we're switching it up. Usually our podcast is, um, you know, about relationships, about men and women dynamics and how that usually works. Month and we failed to really get too much into was business, you know, making money. How to improve yourself, how to improve your life as a man or a woman, and you know, having some ideas coming into 2023 or 2023, because a lot of the times, you know, people wanna level up, but they don't have ideas, they don't have platforms, they don't have um guidance. So today we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into the passive income aspects of, of um business Hello? and what we can get into.
2: Yeah, Ishaan, are you are you in right now? Can you hear us? Yes,
3: I am. Yes, I am. I hear
2: you. All right. So we got Eshawn in the building. And usually when we bring people on the podcast, the first thing we do is give them a warm welcome. Get that bomb drop, baby. Woo-wee. Eshawn in the building.
3: Eshawn
2: in the building. Let's get it. Let's get it. What's good? What's good? How, how's everything, Yishan?
3: I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
2: Everything's good. Could you give the viewers and listeners a little description about who you are? And if you want to drop your hand, yeah. though, you can do that at the end as well. It's up to you.
3: Perfect. Hi, right, so my name is Ishan McGesh. I am 22 years old. I live in Brampton. I have a couple of different businesses that I'm doing right now. And I've started, and I'm going to grow more and more this year, probably into next year. And it's a good chance for me to come talk about it with y'all.
2: Yes, sir. Let, let, Let's let. go. Let's go. Oh, I,
3: right. should drop my, I should drop my handle, too. I should drop my IG handle, too, just in case anybody want to follow it. Yeah.
4: Uh, it's,
3: IG at, it's IG at E-S-H-A-A-N-N and a 7.
2: All right. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So now what we're about to talk about is a topic that maybe a lot of people in Toronto aren't familiar with, but you seem to possibly know more about this topic than a lot of people. So the first thing, the topic of today is, should you start a Turo rental car business in 2023?
1: And before we even get into it. Hold up. Before we get into that, let me sorry to interject into that. First of all, let's let's get into this entire topic. So first, we're talking about business, guys. We're talking about entrepreneurship and ideas. Yes. So today's topic and idea, what we're going to be talking about, is going to have to do with the app, uh, the Turo app. That's what we're going to be discussing today in case people didn't know uh, what direction this podcast is going in. So we know that Ishan has you know, started a business through this app and and has his um, methodology behind it. So that's what we really want to get into. I just wanted to break it down to the listeners just so they don't get confused where the Turo app and why we're doing this topic specifically. So go ahead with the question.
2: Yes, exactly. Um, Fuzzy, great way. That was great in breaking it down for the viewers and listeners so they know what we're talking about. And Ishan, the first question that we would like to ask you is what is Turo? For people that don't know what this app is and what it represents, what is it?
3: So the best way, whenever anybody asks me like what Turo is, how I describe it, it's exactly like Airbnb, okay, but for your cars, Mm. right? So if you have a private car, usually if you want to rent a car, you got to go to Enterprise or Hertz and they give you the basic, boring, normal cars that they they have. They have the Cadillac Malibus or some boring cars like that. But on Turo, it's everybody's personal car that they list on it. So you can go and you can choose whatever car you want for whatever the price is, And then you can choose it. It's just like Airbnb, but just for cars.
2: Okay. All right. So um, do you know um, when Turo started?
3: Yeah. So I believe believe Turo started in 2009. Yeah. So a long time ago, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't think the app was as big as it is now. And especially in Canada, it's not as big as it's going to be in a couple of years, in my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. Because the population is just going up. Yes. Right, more people are coming into Toronto. It's a major city. So, but I'm pretty sure in the past couple, I think two, three years, Toro really took off. Because when I personally heard of it, it was three years ago. Right, so I think it probably took off in the past three years. So it's been around for a minute.
2: Okay, so yeah, it's good that you heard of it um, three years ago. But what gave you that idea for you to personally get involved? Because maybe you heard of it, but why did you mm-hmm. actually get involved with Toro? What well, What was the driving so there's, force there's, to that? All
3: right, so there's two. There's two reasons. How I got—I always knew what Turo was. Okay. Because a couple of years ago, back in 2019, I went, uh I went to Vegas
0: mm-hmm.
3: and um, I wanted to rent uh, a convertible type car, right? Because it's in Vegas, you want to drive there and get a convertible, right? Mm-hmm. And um, then I'll go on Enterprise, and they don't—they didn't really have any convertible type cars. They just had the basic cars that everybody rents from normal big enter, enter like rental companies, right? Mm-hmm. Then I found an ad that said Turo and then I downloaded Turo and I rented a Mustang. Of Turo for the first time, like three years, twenty nineteen, so four years ago now, right in Vegas, and that's how I knew about the app personally. That's and then, but it was never in my head to start it. But then, I can move on to why I started it, into a way another question. If you guys have one, all right. But that's how I heard of app.
1: Okay, so so my whole thing is so now so Turo, yeah, just to let people know, it is definitely like a Airbnb for cars. So pretty much you have have um you either can be the driver the host you either you rent out your car to people and you can choose who uh, rents out your car as well through the app and um, or you can be the um, so either either you can rent out your car or you can be the renter yeah. where you choose um, which car you'd want and you'd have more options like you said other than like you know Hertz, yeah. enterprise and stuff like that you can choose pre- people's personal cars and pretty much I'll just look yeah. into it um it's saying that pretty much you just need to be twenty three years old, twenty-three years old or older with a valid driver's license to be able to get approved in terms of renting a car. And then if you wanted to post a car, you would have to um uh, you'd have to be over a certain age as well. I think is twenty one. I'm not sure if that applies because this is this app is in Canada, uh US, UK, and Australia, so it's more, North, yeah. it's more North American. They do have Australia in there and UK. Damn. But definitely an app that's only in specific countries. But for for you now, what's your experience in using the app? Because you use the app not as a person. Well, you've used it on
3: both sides, correct? Yeah, I've used it on both sides. So just to come up, so I'm in Canada. The age is 21 for okay, so you okay. to rent a car. All right. And I am, and then it changes depending on the car that you rent. Like if I wanted, if I at twenty two, if I want to go rent an Aventador, a Lambo, I can't.
0: Oh, you right? can't because
3: okay. you got to be thirty. You got to be thirty and above. Okay, okay. And but if I want the basic ones, I can. not So in Canada, it's age of twenty one. I'm not too sure on the states and Australia and stuff, but I know Canada's twenty one. Okay. okay. And then. For me, as as a as a renter, I found it like very easy, right? Because like I have never rented a car through the major things ever, ever in my life. Like I never went to Hertz, I I went to Enterprise. Okay. I've seen people do it and stuff like that. You have to go in or you call them and stuff. For me, when I when I first rented the car, and when I did it in 2019, it was through my parents at that time because I was just 19. I couldn't rent a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But yeah. just using the app itself was you just had to go and you just choose it. I typed up Mustang. There was Probably like 20 options I can choose from in different different price points, different colors, convertibles, just the coupes, the v 8s the GTS, or the EcoBoost engines. They use just have a variety of everything you want to choose for, right? So I just liked that a lot, and it, and it took me two minutes. I we sent the profile in, it got approved, and in a day I just click the car, you pay, and you book it, and it's done.
2: Awesome. So it's very
3: easy if you are a renter if you're trying to rent a car. It's extremely easy to use the app. Okay, Okay, that's good. That's good
2: to know because I'm pretty sure a lot of people aren't uh, familiar with that process. And also, I wanted to ask Mm
3: -hmm. you, um,
2: why do you think this business is a viable business for 2023?
3: So now, now we're going on to the like the host side of it, right? Like yeah. hosting a car yeah, on Turo. Yeah. yeah, yeah so the inside, okay. Yeah. So be- before that, I'll, I'll even let like, I'll even tell you guys how I got into it, yeah, right? Yeah. That's, to, like yeah, how perfect. I first started hosting. Okay. It was I remember it, it's going to sound a bit more dramatic than it actually was, but back in it was actually the same year, twenty nineteen. I didn't start at this time, but this is when I kind of realized like, I got to kind of fix up. I finished high school. I was in uni, so I'm like, okay, what am I doing? I was always I've, I've always been a very motivated guy to do stuff, but mm-hmm. like. I just thought, i, I would just say I'm going to do it, right? Yeah. Never actually do the actual thing. So then one time, I remember me and my friends, we went out. Uh, at that time, I was just spending recklessly. It's my first year in uni. I'm just buying stuff, not working, nothing at all, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I had two credit cards. Both, I maxed out both credit cards, right? Mm-hmm. And then I remember we went to Niagara Falls. I went, I went with my buddy to Niagara Falls. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: right? I went with my buddy to Niagara Falls, and then we wanted to get Subway. Mm-hmm. And then when Subway came, I couldn't, I couldn't buy the Subway. I maxed out everything. Wow! <laughs> right, and then like it's gonna sound a bit more dramatic, yeah. But then it actually is. But like, but so thank God, like at least my parents were always in a good spot, so it's not like I had nothing. Mm-hmm. But personally, because even at that age, you don't want to keep taking from your parents, right? Of course. Personally, I had I had nothing. So that's the day I'm like, okay, I need to kind of like fix up my fix up my shit and like start doing something. Yeah. That's when the idea first came. Oh, okay. To so like start something at least start a business. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, then I. Tell you guys, how I got into the turtle aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So, then, um, about a year later, after that, a year later, um, the car that I had at that time, I had a Tesla, I had a Model 3, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then I would always see on, um, like uh, YouTube and stuff like that, people are renting out their electric cars because at that time, even two, even a couple of years ago, electric cars now they're huge, right? You, you're gonna see a Tesla everywhere, right? Yeah. Even three years ago, they weren't everywhere, but the fact that you're paying no gas and stuff like that, people liked a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So I downloaded the app. I downloaded Turo again. I'm like, okay, because I remember using it. I've used it. I actually used it one time before that when I went to BC with my friends. Uh, we rented out that too, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I know about it. I'm gonna post a Tesla on Turo. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna see what it does. I had no clue. Like I had no clue how anything worked at that time. Like the the, the fundamentals of the business itself and how to actually be make money through it. Mm-hmm. I just posted my car. I had it up for um, like 100 and uh, something dollars a day. It was like 150 a day, and I got no bookings. So I'm like, this this is useless, right? I'm like, what's the point of this? what's the point of that? It was like a month, but then after I did more research on it, more research, and then mm. I, I looked at the other Teslas, and the same thing. Like, you have to you have to price it accordingly, right? Uh-huh. I priced it at 150. I'm like, I'm good. Then I had to change the price. I put it to about 120 a day. Okay. And then my car started getting booked every single day. Wow. And at that time, that was my only car. Yeah. So at that time, it was. At that time, it was my only car, and then I didn't know what to expect because then, like, I'll have to come into work or I'll have to go somewhere, but my car was just booked every day,
4: Wow! right?
3: And yeah. it was a bit shocking at the time, but if you like, if you think about it, if you do the math, so about 120, right, 120, and it was booked all – because I started in April, so it was booked every day from May, June. Let's do on average about let's do 28 days a week, 20 a month, right? Mm-hmm. That's about 3.3 grand that you can make just off that one car.
2: Wow, is this, like, one person that's – Booking it continuously, or is it like just different people during uh, the week that are booking
3: it? Oh, it's different people. Like People will come. like They'll fly in from... That's the one good thing about it. I've met countless people from different, different countries, right? Yeah. They'll, people will come to visit Toronto. They'll yeah. come for a week. They'll come for two weeks, and then they'll book my car for the week. But it was different, different people.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Right? Jeez.
3: Who would book it? But the, your, but the car would constantly be gone. Wow. So I'm like, this is crazy. I, I, from, I was doing no work from nothing. Right. Jesus and then I just got this one, I just got this car and I, and I started making upwards of 3 a month just from that one car. And I didn't, and it's no work really, right? You just gotta, all you have to do is drop the car off. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's little, little stuff. So that's what kind of inspired me to pick it up more and learn the fundamentals of it and how to actually be profitable in making it. Because it goes with the rental game, it's a big risk. If somebody crashes the car, yeah. they don't give it to you back, someone steals the car. So then there's a lot of process behind that. But that was the original, like how I started it basically.
0: Okay,
2: so how how do you feel them out? How do you know if you should lend it to that to a, a specific person? How do you feel them out?
3: So the thing is with Turo, yeah. You can't really you can't really you don't have a way of feeling them out because on Turo, you can do two things. You can set it up as that um you have to accept the booking, like how it is on Airbnb. Oh, on Airbnb okay. when you book a house, yeah. Like, the host has to accept it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. On Turo, you can set it up like that, too. But the thing is, people just don't book that way a lot because you, like, people just won't do it. If they see an option where it's instant booking, the the host is not accepted, they're going to choose that. So, from all my readings, I always thought that the best way was to have instant booking on Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, so that's it. Someone will just book my car and I have, they're taking it. I can't really say anything about it if, if if i don't if i think they're a little bit shady i still can't do anything about it wow right because if mm. i cancel it because if i cancel it it comes back on me like mm. um if you cancel a booking let's say let's say you guys were booking one of my cars yeah. and then i cancel it on my thorough like platform on my reviews it'll come this host has canceled the trip two days before his day. okay, so right? so it it's date. okay right and then it's public so everybody can see it okay so it gives you a yeah. bad review okay and then it's public, so everybody can see it. So next time, if let's say someone, let's say if someone else is gonna go on my page to book a car, they're gonna see, oh, this host canceled their trip two days before. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna book with me, right? Because mm-hmm. there's just that uncertainty on it, right? If I'm actually gonna come through with the car.
4: Yeah.
3: So that's the thing. Feeling our process isn't bad, but like I've had, I've had situations where it's been, it's been weird. But like to be honest, so far everybody I've met has been perfect. Like no one has. And I've done I've done over a hundred trips on Turo with multiple cars now, right? Wow! Uh, I have I don't have a single bad review on anybody yeah. that's taking my cars. they have always been very
1: so. So, what would you say? Like, um, if someone wanted to start out, if you were just now pretend you have no car, you have no vehicle, mm-hmm. or, and you have, say, you have upwards of thirty k in the bank, you can invest, right? And and you're thinking, yeah. okay, so I want to get into the Turo app. I want to get started possibly purchase a vehicle what would you do if you have that money in the bank and you're thinking about starting up with turro getting a vehicle on the road trying to rent it out what would that look like
3: okay so that's a great question so there's two ways that i see that you should you should do Turo. i think there's a way if you have an extra car lying around mm-hmm. yeah like let's say you live with your girlfriend you live with family mm-hmm. you like have two three cars in your driveway right one doesn't get used that often you put that on terms right -hmm. because i when i started i put my i like my parents had their car but then i put my personal car and my parents will need their car right i put my personal car on it and it got booked every day like i said so i had no car at that point i would always be scrambling around calling my friends or ubering right but at that time i had to learn like okay i gotta be kind of i'm gonna need another car if i'm doing this right yeah yeah so one thing you gotta just before you jump into it, it, or if you're a person who doesn't drive that often, even if you have your personal car but you barely drive, then put it on. Right? Mm-hmm. That'll be the number one thing. The second best way to do it as if you wanna, if you don't, if you want to buy a car just for the sole purpose of put it on Turo. It's another mistake that I made before too. Like I bought a brand new 2022 uh, Hyundai Kona is because there's there's a couple markets in Turo. I wanted. To, I chose an eco market for one of them, so I bought a, a white Hyundai Kona, right? I bought it brand new. So the car, brand new after tax, is about thirty k. But my payments are about four bills a month, right? Four hundred eighty something like that a month. Okay. That one is not. That one is. It's a. It's a good way to do it because every month I'm making a lot more than four eighty, right? So I'm making a lot more profit a month. The thing is, overall, on the lifespan of the car, if I ever go sell the car, I'm going to lose money on it.
0: Uh, it's a brand new car. Okay.
3: Right. So if yes. I have 30K, if I have, let's say I'm story starting and I have 30K in my pocket to go buy a car, I will go buy exactly 30K. I'll, I'll go buy two cheap eco cars because on Turo, the car just can't be older than 12 years. Okay. Right? Okay. So, and, and it has to have less than 200,000 kilometers, 200,000 kilometers. So basically I'll go buy a Civic. I'll go buy two 2014, 15 Civics.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Right?
3: That have okay. like 140, 130 on them for oh. about 10 to 15K each car. Mm-hmm. Put them on, especially if we live in Canada. If, you, if, if, we're, if whoever lives, lives in Canada, we're, we're very seasonal, right? So after April, the season starts, and after September, October, it's done. Yeah. Right? No one's really coming to Canada in December. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would buy the car in April. If I have 30 I'll buy the two cars in April. I would keep it for all of summer, and then I'll sell the car straight in October. And you're buying the car so cheap that you're not going to lose that much value on the car when you go to sell it, especially in this market right now. You probably sell it the same amount. Yeah, you're right. Actually,
2: the so would you crazy. would you buy it outright or would you finance the vehicle? What would I would
3: be buy them choice? outright. Okay, because you're gonna sell the car after, right? Yeah, you're gonna sell the car after. So I would buy them. I would buy them outright. And then there's little tips and tricks you can do. For example, by buying the car outright, because you don't pay you don't pay taxes on the car right then and there mm-hmm. when you buy the car. Let's say I'm buying it from you guys. I'm just gonna come, give you the money that you guys have the car posted for, and then leave with the car, mm-hmm. right? Then I have to go to Service Ontario or register the car myself and everything, right? And then I pay taxes on the value of the car. When you, when you kind of buy, like these are little tips and tricks that when you kind of buy, buy the car, you can kind of value it for something else that it's not. You know what I'm saying? So you'll yeah. pay a little bit less in taxes yeah. if you buy it outright mm-hmm. uh, other than a dealership. And then I would say buy out the car, buy it in April, get rid of it in October. And then hopefully you'll make the same amount of money back that you paid for the car. Maybe lose a thousand, was fine. Mm-hmm. But all the money you made from April to September is yours. It's just profit.
1: Yeah, that's okay. a that's a good idea. So that's that's good advice for someone starting out. Um, just because obviously some people would say, oh well, you had a car to go with. So it's good to give that information for guys that have some money sitting around. And just because, like you said, yeah. you already went through purchasing a vehicle, expensive vehicle. But as you said, um, because of the, the because of the high mileage, if you put it on the road and you have it, you know, constantly being used and it's a newer car, of course, it's going to depreciate um, a lot quicker yeah. because yeah. the mileage will be a lot, high quicker. A lot for, quicker for a car that's, you know, relatively new. So on the market, you might not get the same value, making it a little bit tougher to make your profits at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
3: And then. And then after this, once you kind of learn, even if let's say you don't even need thirty k as a starting banco, even if you can save up about ten,
4: yeah, Mm.
3: you can get a car that's turo that has like that is eligible for turo even with ten. You can buy like a matrix or a yaris. Yeah, you can buy the eco cars are very cheap now, right? Even mm. like the centras, the kind of older centras. Even with about ten thousand, you can go buy a car, get that on turo, and like I said, get rid of it then. uh, Second, the season is done. And if you do, and if you don't have enough, you just have one car, you really can't buy another car, but you really want to do turtle, then you can kind of, you can do it the way I did it too. You can have that car up just so you make, let it not get booked 30 days in a month because you're going to need it too. It's your only car. Let yeah. it get booked about two weeks in a month, right? You'll okay. make a good amount. The two weeks, you kind of manage your life around it. Like how I did, I Ubered or I asked my friends, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And then once you kind of get the money through it, then you can maybe buy another car.
2: Okay, no, that makes right. sense. That does make sense. So, do you do you have any friends that are also in Toro, or is this is just something that you do?
3: No, like I'm trying to get some. I'm trying to get my friends on it, right? As, yeah. so just to grow it a bit more. Like now, like currently, now I have three cars on my Turo thing. Like so, I still oh, have nice. that Hyundai Kona,
0: nice, right? I
3: still have the Hyundai Kona. I sold my Tesla because when the, when I sold my Tesla, the market was crazy. After a couple months on Toro, yeah, sold it for a good price, so I got rid of it. I bought a Civic right and then i bought my corvette mm-hmm. right and then yeah. i have a 2019 chevy corvette and then the three cars that i have and they do wonderful for me on turbo. and i'm trying to get my friends on it one of my buddies um he, he likes cars a lot so he owns a lot of cars yeah that he doesn't use yeah. i i'm trying to i'm working out a deal with him where i'll give him a cut out of it and then i get to take some of the cars he's not using and just put it on my platform
0: wow okay. nice
2: that's that's nice man and
3: yeah what? and then. Even even with Toro, already, even with Toro, there, there's in my personal opinion, there's only three markets that I see. You have the eco market, which, which is the civics and these Kona's and like the Sentras, like, the cheap cars. Yeah. Yep. Uh then you have the Tesla market, which is just because mm-hmm. people are people come on Toro just to look for Tesla and they wanna only rent Teslas. Wow. No one wants to pay gas. Uh, yeah, that's and true. then you have the exotic market, like you have my Corvette or you have like get, like the even the I eight and um, these upper end, upper end cars. Okay. And those are mostly just used for weddings and stuff like that and I in my personal if you have the money for it, I would say go for the high end market.
0: Okay. Oh right? yeah. It it is that would make profitable. sense. That's true. Yeah, that that makes sense if you had
1: the money to have uh you know, a pretty expensive car. Yeah, that would probably cuz like you said people will not really think to most likely it's going to be for photo shoots and stuff like that where they're not planning on driving the car that much.
3: Exactly. I'll give you guys a com- a good comparison of it. So my Corvette to my Kona, I bought them around the same month, right? Yeah. I bought last. This was, I bought. I bought them about last summer. So I bought my Corvette in July, and I bought the Kona in June, mm. right? So and they've both been on Turo this whole time. So the year to date, my Kona has been driven fifteen thousand kilometers. What? Wow. From June, yeah. Jesus. Right. God. Just off Turo. Just off Turo. So fifteen thousand. The Toro guys have put on my car. And then, but my Corvette has only been driven three thousand. Wow! And they've and they have almost the exact same amount of bookings. Oh yeah, as Holy. each other. Wow. Yeah, almost the same amount of bookings as each other. Right. The the difference is because with these with the Corvette, they're going to be paying me four hundred dollars a day. That's how much my Corvette goes for four hundred dollars a day, mm-hmm. and they're just going to take it to the photo shoot. Take the photos and drop it right back in the next it. day. That's true. See,
1: yeah, that's a uh,
2: profitable. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you
2: guys are finesses out here.
0: There you
3: go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, it's uh, the best thing. If I could, if I would, I'll probably buy another Corvette just to go put it on it, just to do this again.
0: There you go, man. There we go. Yeah.
2: Gotti, <laughs> <laughs> Gotti. <he. laughs> Got <he. laughs> so. Do you have any other passive income ideas that you also want to start working on? Because I know you want to yeah, more cars to Turo. But um, on, on in the meantime, do you have other ideas that you were thinking of that could come in handy to help supplement um, Turo and help you get the, the cash flow needed in order to get more cars on the road?
3: yeah I, okay I have a couple so the the way I look at it and in, in, even with even with Turo I think Turo gets to a point where it's going to be too hard to manage with one person
2: yes like yes.
3: let's say I got two more cars two more cars I can't manage five cars yeah, I was the thinking same day. the
2: same thing
0: yeah that's tough right
3: yeah. I can't so I'll have to either I'll have to kind of get somebody to come in and help me right I'll pay them to manage some cars or I think I'm gonna or I think what I want to do is, if unless I want to grow this into a huge thing, I'll keep it at three. So that's why I can manage it, and I also get to enjoy the cars myself. That's true. Right? Because yep. wow. there is a risk on it in terms of insurance and something. Someone crashes the car.
0: Yeah.
3: Right? Mm-hmm. So that's a risk on it, and then there's a lot. It's a long process with that. So if you have 10 cars, the chance of someone crashing it is much higher.
0: Yeah, 100%. Right?
3: Yeah. Uh, than three. But for passive income, the way I look at it at this point, especially if you have a good amount saved up, if you if you have a good amount saved up, I think the best way, like the, the concept that like money makes more money is I think so true. Other than even with turtle, you need you need some money to start it, right? So I don't think there's anything, I don't think there's anything in my head that I can say that with zero you can just start making money off unless it's a normal job you just applying it and work. Bad. My idea is what I kind of want to do right now is uh, I own so I own a. a a massage clinic called Massage Addict. We do reflexology, chiropractor, everything there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's in Lakeshore Park, Lawn. it's a family-owned one, so my, obviously my, my parents got into it, and then I run it now. And yeah. then what I'm going to do now after learning about it, I just want to expand that into more. Mm-hmm. I think personally in this day and age that we live in, this is the one thing that I kind of realized about myself. Mm-hmm. I was always very good in school. I did very good in school, in high school. I had a good average, got into my uni, kind of messed around in uni a lot, but then at this point I'm looking at it, I don't even think school for me.
4: Right okay, I think
3: okay. it, I think that it's so easy to make money in this day and age right that if if someone with like I think even like half a brain some type of like good work ethic I think you can make it like there there's 16 year olds who make millions of dollars on crypto right yeah, just yeah. from their home instead of focusing on science their science exam that they have coming up they just put the hours learning into crypto yeah and they made a million dollars from it that they'll never make that if you go graduate from the best uni, get the best accounting job, best corporate job, you're still gonna make about one fifty a year. These guys are making that monthly.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? These and they're sixteen, $16, seventeen. So I think in this day and age it's so easy to make money. Like if you but you just need to put your mind to it and really figure out your one path. Right? Yeah. So me personally I never got into crypto. I should have maybe I never got into crypto and all and and stocks and things. I just never got into it personally. I'm not that much of a computer guy myself. So mm-hmm. never got into it. So, I'm like, if that ain't for me, I need to figure out something else. Right. So, mm-hmm. if you got obviously, I have my, I have the project locations and I want to expand that more because I think there's nothing better than having a good foundation of that because anything can go wrong. Let's say I, my everything flops on turtle, whatever else I don't want to do is gone, but I'll still have that foundational income coming in from that business.
0: 100%. Right. Yeah.
3: So, that I think you first step everybody needs to do is set a good foundation up. Right. Mm-hmm then then you can go and take, take big risks do what you want but as long as you're the foundation up then you're good because you know the next month you're covered right if some so that's one i think personally even though everybody does say this i think that the best way to really really grow your wealth now if you're not on this online game if you're not in the internet money as they say right is 100 percent real estate right it's 100 percent real estate especially where we live we live in a crazy market of real estate with toronto the prices are insane oh yeah right oh yeah so real estate i think is the best way to go in personal because if you think about it like the best the way i kind of want to get into it now which now i'm starting to make enough where i can actually do it before i couldn't yeah is you buy land okay right Mm -hmm. and thing with toronto is that toronto is a very old city
4: yeah
3: right so all these houses in toronto they're old very outdated and they're on a very, very valuable piece of, like, plot. Very yes. valuable piece of land. But the houses are just old, right?
4: Yes.
3: People are people are coming in, and a lot of people are doing this now. This is where you see, this is how people become millionaires. You're going to go, you buy that piece of land, yeah. you buy that house. Because if, if there's a house on, in the land, you can get a mortgage on it. If it's just land, you can't get a mortgage on land. So you're going to need that cash, which a lot of people don't have. Yeah. Right? Um. You buy that, you, you break the whole house down, and you make a new one. Yeah, I'm it. seeing that too. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is the best way to grow your wealth right now, in my perspective, because you'll make so much in one year that even if you do, like, I'll give you guys an example. So, the the plan I have right now, I have, we have a land in in North York. Uh right we bought that land for uh, about nine hundred thousand cash so you because when you buy land you can't get a mortgage on that's why no one really buys land Mm, you can't get mortgage on land you have to have cash you have to have cash right yeah yeah like you have to have the liquid because unless unless there's a house on it if it's just an empty piece of land you have to have that liquid cash or you can get or you can get private lending but you won't get a you won't get a a mortgage from the bank Mm -hmm. right yeah. So that's why a lot of people don't buy it. That's why a lot of people don't buy it. Even doesn't matter. Even if they're wealthy people, no one really has a million dollars cash on them, right? Mm-hmm. So you buy that land. Let's say you go spend so a million dollars on the land. Let's say that's how much that was. Because in Toronto they're expensive. To yeah. so build about a about a three thousand square feet house on that, a nice one, will cost you about another million dollars, which you can get a construction loan on. Mm-hmm. So all you need to do is drop twenty percent, right? Mm-hmm. You get a construction loan on that. Your total investment all in. It's $2 million, right? All yeah. into that one little area. Mm-hmm. But then a 3,000 square feet house in Toronto sells for upwards of $3 million, right? Yeah. So you finish that in one year, you get the house built, and you get rid of it for $3 million. You just made a $1 million. Yeah, you got a million dollar Right?
0: Yeah.
2: You can make a... Uh, and then you,
3: uh, all, all you really profit. have to do is do that once every two years. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, because that's $500,000. A year than you're making technically, and that is what these guys are doing. The, the crazy rich guys that you see right now—that's what they're doing. But they're just doing it on a bigger scale. Okay, right? They'll I have, have the a capital. Let, let me
2: let me interject on that. I think with guys that are doing this, um these guys have some some connections within the construction industry where they can get these houses made for cheap. That's what I'm noticing. Guys that buy these houses that are kind of old and broken down and they try and buy it for cheaper and then they break down the house and then they rebuild a new house in place. Yeah. Th- those guys have certain connections that help with the process of um, building those new houses. So,
3: uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think connections, number one thing is networking. You should like, 100%. if anybody doesn't listen, to this, you should always network. Hundred percent. It's always going to be in your benefit. It's never wrong to make more friends. Yeah. Right. But the thing I've noticed, so connections do go away, but the price of let's say lumber, the price of lumber stays pretty. It goes up and it goes down. It's how it is. Like in COVID, it's shut up, right? Uh-huh. That's it's so expensive to build houses during COVID. But the thing is, if you have, if you if you can find a nice spot, you have a good real estate agent who can who can find you a good place. It's not too hard to find uh, a construction somebody who can do or an architect or a, or a builder that can build you the house. Because even even me personally, like, like the plans moving forward. I don't really have, I didn't really have a connection in the construction, the construction game you say, right? Mm-hmm. I I just found him online, right? Mm-hmm. And then I I messaged him, I had him come, we built out our sketches, and then there you go, and then you go, and then you go, because the price of lumber stays the same, which I can go look up. So if if a, if a builder comes and he's telling you, it's going to cost you 1.4 million dollars to make this, and then he's gonna be like, oh, this much lumber cost. I can just go on Google myself and look it up, That's just true. to see if he's telling the truth or not, right? Yeah. So, i don't i but i think generally that is the future i think that's the future in this and toronto is a beautiful place to do it because like i said these houses are very old right and the good thing on that is you you'll actually get a mortgage on that because yeah. there's a house on it yeah right mm-hmm. and then and then and then after you build it and you sell it it's you you figure it out it, but thing is you, it does require a huge capital investment you need to have the capital to go do it but i think if anybody does have the capital to go do it. That is the number one way to expand your wealth for now, because you You'll ne- nothing else you can do will make you this much money. Plus, you're building equity, right, in the house, right. Mm-hmm. And then even if you buy, even if you buy investment properties, right, you're building your equity. But you can also, and you're also getting rent money,
4: mm-hmm.
3: right? Yeah. So, real estate is the number one way to go that I would think of passively at this point in my life now, where I I want to expand it anymore, because now as I get older, I don't want to keep working little jobs 24 seven. No, I with right? you on that. Just yeah. to make this one. Yeah, just to do this, 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 that. Even though that's, that's a good way to go too, if 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 someone believes that's the way they want to do it, it's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But me, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be always seven days a week, be somewhere working, mm-hmm. right? That's not the way I want to do it. So I think personally for passive income on a long-term scale, it's 100% it has to be real estate. Okay. You, you buy properties and you rent them out and you build equity on it and then... After seven eight years, you can sell it. You built enough equity to get rid of it, or you refinance the house, right? Refinance mm. the house. The money you get, you put it into another property, mm. right? And you expand it. That's how that's how people became become millionaires, like straight up. That is the number one. All these famous people, you know, the celebrities, how they grew their wealth is not because of the actual work they do; it's because their investments they make. Mm.
0: Okay,
2: so did right? you did you get this conclusion about real estate off experience, or did you get it off a of book? Because I know there's a book called rich that poor dad with Robert Kiyosaki. And he talks about the importance of real estate and getting into real estate. And it's the quickest way to build your wealth. Have you looked into any books mm-hmm. that talks about real estate or you just kind of learned as you went along, people were talking about it. It's what you seen through experience.
3: Uh, so my number one source of knowledge and everything was my dad personally. Okay. All right. right? Mm-hmm. He taught me the way and everything. Right. And, mm. uh, told me exactly he's laid out plans for me like he taught me this is how like I, I mean, he I know the I know the book he's talking about too oh, right okay, yeah yeah uh, yeah but he taught he taught me the way personally'm gonna say and I and I saw it from my eyes personally right wow, wow. doesn't matter even if you have if you think about it in our in our Day and age to put numbers into perspective, right? Like people think, okay, 150k salary is a good salary, right? It's a very good salary to have a year.
2: 100. percent right? yeah, That's only 10 percent of the population that less than 10. Even. I think,
3: yeah, even less
2: than 10 in, in Canada that yeah, has that um, type of income.
3: But so now, if you think about it, now but now even with 150 of that income, let's say 150,000. That's well, how much is that divided by? So I divide by twelve. That's about twelve thousand five hundred a month. And that's without tax. And in Canada income tax is ridiculous.
0: Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah.
3: So if you're making one fifty, you're 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 losing fifty thousand dollars from that. You're probably only making hundred thousand dollars a year. Oh yeah. Right?
0: You yeah.
3: can make year at that tax rate. So let's go. So one hundred thousand dollars a year, you divide that by twelve, that's about eight thousand three hundred dollars you have come up. Right? Mm-hmm. The houses in the houses here now, let's say our I live in Brampton, so our house here our mortgage is about 5000 Wow. Right? You take, out, you take out your mortgage from that. Right? Jesus Christ. You take out your mortgage from that, you're left with about $3,000. Plus, you add a car payment on top, top of that, $1,000, roughly. Let's even let's go with the interest rates right now. It's probably $1,000. Even a normal car will cost you about $700 a month. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. You're left with $2,000. Then you got food, electricity, your kids, your family
0: that's a lot right it's
3: It's not enough it's not enough anymore if you think about
0: it oh yeah for
2: sure i mean the the city's expensive and the cost of yeah the cost of living is it's expensive no doubt about it
3: yeah so that was my huge wake-up call to me saying that okay like i need to i i always wanted to do more you know what i'm trying to say like in my head i was never like content i was like doesn't matter. I want to always do more and more and more. I don't want to. I don't want to buy a Beamer. I want to buy a Bentley, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's like it was always in my head. And then the a one line that I always learned growing up, and then it it was really drilled was drilled in my head since I was a kid was that you have two you have two ways to live your life. You have your first twenty five years, which you can party, have fun, do whatever you want to do for the first twenty five years. Have fun. Yeah. But for the other sixty, you're gonna to have to grind. You're going to, have to work every day, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Or for the first 25 years of your life, you grind it out, you work every day, you grind. And the other 60, you can have fun. So it's your choice on which way you want to live your life, mm. right? Yeah. And that really got into my head a lot, so I'm like, okay, Was, I'm, did I'm young can
2: right tell now. tell you I, that, or you just kind of came up with that philosophy?
3: My dad, I guess, okay. right? Yeah. He, yeah, he always drilled he always this line into my head that, you need to really. You can. You, you're young right now. I can afford to make mistakes. If I'm if I make a mistake, I don't have a kid. I don't have a family. Yeah. Right. If I make a mistake right now, it's okay. Right. Yeah. A couple ten years down the line, if I make a mistake, I'm gonna have. To, or if I want to take a big risk on something, I can't because I have to think about. Okay, I still gotta pay these bills here. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of these things were always in my head. So that's why I really wanted to keep doing more. And I started with Toro. and then moved on to my the franchises. But that kind of built me a solid foundation where I'm like, okay, I got this here. And then I want to get into real estate now and grow that a lot. And then you can also pick up little, little jobs here and there, right? That will give you because at the end of the day, it's fine. You, if you have time to kill and you can, do, you can do a normal job for one, two days a week, you yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. At this young age. Mm-hmm.
2: See, I, I find it fascinating because I, I feel that a lot of people in Toronto just talk a big game but they don't really take the yep. actionable steps to make things happen they're not executing but when they're amongst their peers they're, they're just kind of you know shooting the shit they're just a lot of a lot of them are chopping it up but you are actually taking action you're actually executing you actually have stuff yep. that are are going on so you know, I think that's the yeah. lesson
1: here that's the lesson here especially with you being younger yeah. you're not you're not you know as old as old as certain people that don't even have this type of mentality yeah. or ideas or have you know had some business experience with you at least you know you have the ability to that if you make a mistake you still can bounce back you yeah. still have time on your side and obviously mm-hmm. you had a head start as well because you're already pushing ideas forward right mm-hmm. the mentality is the mm-hmm. difference and when you're younger and you have this type of mentality because, again, yeah, your age, you should, you know, most guys are focusing on women, chasing women, you Partying, know, chasing thrills, yeah. um, doing all of that. And I'm not saying that you can't do these things,
0: it but always
1: has to be in uh, moderation. always has to be a limited, and it always has to be, you know, you always have to be thinking about your future, you know, how you're going to live, what type of lifestyle you want to live, and the things you want out of life, how are you going to achieve it? With your current state. So I think you figured that exactly. out or you're trying to figure that out so you can live a certain lifestyle by a certain age and get the things that you, have you know, thought about getting at a certain point in your life. Also, shout outs to your dad because he gave you a lot of knowledge
2: at a young age and he put you on the right path yeah. to, you know, direct your life because a lot of people don't have parents that are directing their life in the right direction in the sense that they've already established a certain lifestyle. So they're able yeah. to give their, their child the right type of knowledge. And it's up to the child itself um, to pursue um, what has been taught to them, or they could kind of just, it could go in one year and out the other. So the fact that you're taking his advice and making use of it and executing on plans that you had in mind, is amazing. So exactly. uh, that's great. Yeah, definitely got to clap
3: like, it up for
0: you on that one. Hold on. Thank you. No,
3: like I I agree. Like I think that I agree. That's the thing. Like you can you can take it in both ways. Like thank thank. Like my parent, my dad was very successful in what he did. I yeah. could have, I could have came out and just been a complete like like snob who just uses my dad's stuff done myself. But in my head, I'm like, that's not how I want to do. Like the point is, I need to. I need, to wanna, I need to, as I get older, I need to do better than my dad did,
4: there right? And then I
3: hope my kid does better than me, right? Yeah. So it, that's the way I kind of see it. And then yeah. I, there's just one thing that I know. There's just one thing that I know. I, I, I have a big thing on people who get content with life. Like they're, okay, I'm making, I'm making, okay, let's say I got my new job. I'm making 6K a month. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I can go buy this now. I can go do this now, mm-hmm. right? I think that is where you're going to lose in life the second you get to that stage because there's a line. The second you go to sleep with a win, you're going to wake up with a loss. Right, Fox. so yep. it, yeah, it. That's why in my head, I've always wanted. I it was thought, I'm like, okay, what else is there to do? What else is there to do? But don't get me wrong. As even as me doing this, I'm like the 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 going after girls, going after doing all that crazy shit was always in my head. Because no, thing no, is, that's like, part of that's part, part of life. life. <laughs> that's, that's part, part of, of life. life.
1: When, when i was that
2: age yeah, i was the same that's what thing I'm saying, but
1: that's a lot of people's main focus they're, where there's nothing else that's that's what drives them that's what gets them going to work yeah that's what they're hustling for yeah. it's you for still that. you
2: still have focus even though you're chasing girls going to parties traveling you still at the back of your mind know that okay i still got to get this money some people don't think in, in that sense they're just thinking like okay where's the next party um what girls are coming out, uh, what's the next trip, you know what I mean? They're just not focused yeah. on the financial aspect of life. So the fact that you're able yeah. to still understand that, you know, you, you need money in order for these things to happen and you take advantage yeah. of the situation that you're currently in is amazing.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. Cause am, I, am I personal? Because I feel like you've got to go through that stage once I got, at least I went through it when I was very young, like like I said, because growing up in Brampton, like as I know Brampton from Toronto hasn't had the best thing, but it's a, I, I love the city of Brampton personally, right? Yeah. We do, it's filled with crazy shit ever since I was a kid, just growing up here, right? So mm. my, I like I said, the way it happened with me in high school, when I was in high school, like I, when I got to, I had a lot of fun with, like my high school was a lot into cars, so we were always racing, we were always doing stuff with cars, crashing cars, being complete like idiots, right? But then my grade twelve year came, and I'm like, okay, I got against this uni. I was a really good wrestler in high school too, so I was like, okay, I need to, I need to win RAPSA. I need to qualify for RAPSA. Maybe going to, I was, I was thinking of going into Brock wrestling to maybe expand my wrestling stuff. But I'm like, okay, but I want to get into this uni instead. Mm. And I was so focused on that. I had a girl at that time, so I was just like, I was good. Like I was a settled down person. So I had absolutely no fun when I tell you in grade twelve, Right. Mm. it was just grind, grind, grind. Second uni started, and I went to Laurier, so it's Waterloo. Sweet girls 24 7, parties 24 7. I'm mm. like, this is my life. Yeah. Right? I'm like, I ain't never picking up sports again. Right? Go. In my head, I'm like, I didn't even go to class. City I'm like, there's boy, no point. City boy. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so I, I just went straight to, I left school straight from there. I fully just left. I didn't even drop out. I just left. Almost two years, I was just partying
4: wow. every
3: single day. Wow. Like, Two years, I did not I would come home at six a.m. I would. I, there was a point where I didn't even see the sun, like the sunrise, right? Like Damn. I would come home at six a.m. and I would wake Jesus up at like four p.m. Right, and yeah. then go out again. And then so that I, was, I had that, I got that phase. I think everybody, everybody oh. needs to go through that phase one time.
0: Of
2: course, that's what yeah. yeah we right? all that's go through that system. phase. We all go through that phase.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, the majority and then of us I, at least.
3: Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, now I gotta fix up. I gotta fix up my shit. So I'm like, okay, let me get into, let me let me start thinking. And then like, and then like you said, I had a very good influence. That was my dad, who kind of he he knew I messed up a lot, like because of my other stuff. So then he's like, okay, I'm for guiding you in the right way, and he guided me in the right way, mm-hmm. right? And then now I just gotta see. And like you said, even when it comes to girls, in my personal opinion, as we get older, I think I think generally all they really care about is how much money you have.
0: Hundred percent,
3: right? That's gonna be the driving factor. So. Yeah. Yeah, that is the number one factor that I see personally Even meeting new girls security, these days just,
1: They want security and they want lifestyle So those are the main things they're kind of looking for Yeah, but as you get older you'll exactly. see that a lot
3: more No, exactly And I, even, even at this stage when I go out I see it And then so I'm like, okay But then in my head I always think I'm like, do I even want a girl who just wants some, Like who would just like you for the money Or exactly. You know, so that's not tripping in my head I'm like, yeah, mm, boy, So You just never know it anymore that's the thing right so well i mean
2: isha man uh, i really want to thank you for coming on and sharing your knowledge and you know telling us about turo and telling us about the passive income ideas that you have in store and where you got your knowledge from this was a great help for many people that are going to listen to this podcast so i want to clap it up for you on that one
3: thank you guys thank you for having yeah. me too
1: Yeah, for sure. Definitely was a good conversation. We're going to drop a bomb on this. This was a great conversation. I hope all y'all were listening to get gems from this. Ishan gave us game right today. You know, you don't get this game every day. And if you have the money and you have the resources and you have the business acumen, this might be an idea that you can profit off. So um, appreciate the time, definitely. And uh, hopefully listeners appreciate it as well and can uh, improve themselves with what's been being said today.
0: Exactly. Thank you so much. Well, thanks.
2: I too. Thank you guys
3: for having me. Yeah, uh, no brother. problem, brother. Yeah,
1: anytime, man. We'll chop it up again. Any business ideas. This is uh, this was a good podcast. Different angle, but um, definitely needed.
3: Yes. Of course. And, I'll, and one day I'll have to come into the studio, too. Oh, and yeah, yeah,
0: it, yeah. Be fun. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. All right, brother, all right. You, yeah. you have a good one. Talk to you soon. Right. Talk to you soon. Take care, Take buddy. Care.
2: Take care. And there you have it, Ishan in the building.
1: Yeah. Once again, we appreciate the guest appearance, special in, and, man, this one had a lot of gems. I mean, I appreciate yeah. all the information he was giving. That's a young gentleman. With his uh, head know, on straight, head on straight, has a focus, has yeah. a purpose. Yeah. He's chasing after something. That's what we preach here. This is far from normal. Every day, we're trying to be above average, above normal. Far from it. You get what I mean. That's what we do, y'all. Know. It's your boy Fuzzy Vision. This is the Far From Normal podcast with my brother Sunny Frames, and we
2: are out. Deuces. Peace, baby. So say
0: good night to the bad guy. Come on. The last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you. Come on. Make way for the
4: bad guy.
0: There's a bad guy coming through. Better get out of his way.
1: Trust me, you're not that guy. Gotcha, bitch.
0: You're scared, coward. You got man enough to fuck with me. You can't last two minutes in my world.
4: God, please, no! No!
1: No! No!
0: See, as you can see, the more you fuck around, the more you're going to find out. If you stay down here and you never fuck around, you'll never find out.